गुड मॉर्निंग ऑल ऑफ यू टू येट अनदर व्लॉग ऑफ कॉस्ट ऑडिट एंड दिस टाइम आई एम गोइंग टू डिस्कस द प्रोविजन ऑफ कॉस्ट अकाउंटिंग स्टैंडर्ड्स वन बाय वन आई एम गोइंग टू डिस्कस ऑल द कॉस्ट अकाउंटिंग स्टैंडर्ड्स एंड प्लीज नोट दैट दिस इज जस्ट अ रिविजनरी सेशन एंड यू हैव टू डू वट एवर इज बींग टॉट इन दिस वीडियो अलॉन्ग विद द प्रैक्टिकल क्वेश्चन विच आर गिवन इन द नोट्स एंड ऑल्सो यू हैव टू डू द डिटेल्स ऑफ ऑल द कॉस्ट अकाउंटिंग स्टैंडर्ड एज वेल आई एम जस्ट गोइंग टू डिस्कस सम की आस्पेक्ट और इम्पॉर्टेंट आस्पेक्ट ऑफ ईच कॉस्ट अकाउंटिंग स्टैंडर्ड जस्ट फॉर रिविजन पर्पसेज सो लेट्स स्टार्ट विद कैस वन टूडे I'm going to discuss CAS one, which is the basic CAS of the series of 24 CASes of Cost Accounting Standards. This CAS was revised in 2015. It was issued way back, but was revised recently. And this CAS will carve out the basics of costing. So basics which we need to adopt in our costing principles, in our costing practices, in our costing uh, cost sheets. Those basic principles will be enumerated by this CAS. Please note that the principles which are carved out by CAS one are to be used in all the other CASes. So this CAS is mother of all other CASes, and the provisions which are enumerated in this CAS will be applicable to all other CASes, with some exceptions in some of the CASes. So let's start with CAS one classification of cost. So this standard deals with the principles to be followed for classifying cost in the cost statement required for fulfilling the statutory obligation. Now please tell me what is this statutory obligation? This statutory obligation is cost audit plus cost records. So those companies who have to maintain their cost records or those companies who have to get their cost audit done, they have to mandatorily follow this cost accounting standard. objective now what is the objective of this standard the objective of this standard is to bring uniformity and consistency in the principles of classification of cost for disclosure purposes now there are two words used in this objective one is uniformity second is consistency so this cas is asking you to maintain uniformity in your principles of classification and also maintain consistency in the principles of classification now sir what is the meaning of these two words are these two words same in their context or there is some other different context in which these two words are used what is the difference between uniformity and consistency now let me tell you the difference between uniformity and consistency and you can note it down somewhere in your notebook what do you mean by uniform uniform means same or similar principles are used for costing in various companies of the same industry so suppose you are in leather industry then your cost accounting principles should be uniform as per the leather industry you cannot follow cost accounting principles of say plastic industry so there has to be uniformity in the cost accounting principles and secondly while preparing your cost statement you have to be uniform in all the cost statements you have to consist you have to uniformly uh, apply the principles the cost accounting principles in all the cost statements so suppose uh, the classification which has been chosen by you is direct material cost direct labor cost and overheads 
you have to use this classification in preparation of entire cost sheet so uniformity means same or similar cost accounting principles are used by similar companies which are there in the market and the same and similar principles are used by you your company in preparing the cost records of the entire company so sometimes there are more than one um, uh, uh, businesses which a company is dealing in in that case of course you have to see the principles which are being followed by the industry as well as the principles which are being followed by your company second word is consistency consistency means same or similar principles are used year on year so for example if in the past year you have used say uh, first in first out method of elementary valuation then there is no reason for you to change that methodology in the current year you have to be consistent in your approach year to year your accounting policies should be same or similar only if there are specific conditions which are given in the cas itself only if those conditions are met then you are allowed to deviate from your cost accounting principles otherwise you have to maintain uniformity and consistency while applying the cost accounting principles so these are the two important words which are to be remembered by you while revising the objective of cost accounting standard your accounting principles should be uniform and should be consistent next let's start with the definition of abnormal cost now you must have heard that abnormal cost um, is a, a typical cost or a different cost which is incurred in uh, unusual circumstances uh, we have read abnormal cost in our inter uh, in depth but now let us see what is the technical definition of abnormal cost as per cas 1 so as per the cas 1 abnormal cost means an unusual or atypical cost whose occurrence is usually irregular and unexpected and or or due to some abnormal situation of the production or operation now let us dissect this definition into few parts let us see what are the constituents of abnormal cost so what is abnormal cost abnormal cost is nothing but a unusual or atypical cost so the definition of abnormal cost is that it is unusual or atypical cost this is the definition of abnormal cost now after this definition the cas uses a word which says abnormal cost is an unusual cost or atypical cost whose occurrence is usually irregular and unexpected so for classifying as abnormal cost the occurrence of that cost should fulfill two criterias so the prime thing is unusual or atypical cost it has to be unusual and atypical cost along with condition of unusual and atypical cost it has to fulfill one more condition which is 
that it should be irregular and the word used is and it should be unexpected so if the cost is expected and irregular it would not qualify as abnormal cost or if the cost is regular but unexpected then also it is not an abnormal cost so it has to fulfill the two limbs of uh, being an abnormal cost the two limbs are it has to be irregular and it has to be unexpected both conditions are to be satisfied cumulatively now the next condition which is given in the definition is that and or or due to some abnormal situation now this is the third limb so this is the first limb this is the second limb this is the third limb so abnormal cause definition is unusual or atypical cause that is the standard definition that is the standard word which is used now the features of abnormal cost are segregated into three portions the features are number 1 it should be irregular number 2 it should be unexpected number 3 it should occur due to some abnormal situation now please note that situation number 1 and situation number 2 are to be satisfied cumulatively because the conjunction which is used is and and the third condition may or may not be satisfied conjunctively due to some abnormal situation this provision may be there or may not be there so first two conditions are mandatorily to be required to be satisfied and the third condition the word used is and or or hence the third condition is an optional condition you may fall into third condition or you may not fall into third condition then also if you are fulfilling the first and the second condition then you are covered by the definition of abnormal cost so let us read the definition of abnormal cost once again definition is an unusual or atypical cost whose occurrence is usually irregular and unexpected and or or due to some abnormal situation of operation or production next definition is administrative overheads now what is administrative overheads administrative overheads is cost of all activities related to general management and administration of an enterprise please underline these two words administrative overhead means general management and administration now there are some exclusions which are given from the definitions so these are not to be included as administrative overheads what are the exclusions exclusions are number 1 production overheads are not to be termed as admin overheads number 2 marketing overheads are not to be termed as administrative overhead number 3 interest and finance charges are not to be termed as admin overheads and number 4 admin overheads relating to production factory works or manufacturing are not termed as admin overheads so admin overheads have has four exclusions exclusion number 1 production overheads exclusion number 2 marketing overheads exclusion number 3 interest and finance charges and exclusion number 4 admin overheads 
which are directly related to production factory and works and manufacturing overheads so the fourth exclusion is very very important exclusion because in, in this uh, exclusion even when the expenditure is in the nature of administrative cost even then it is not classified as administration uh, cost because it is related to production factory works or manufacturing so i'll give you a simple example suppose if you have a reception at your office headquarters office then that reception maintenance cost of that reception may be clubbed as admin overheads but if you have a similar reception in your factory in your place where production happens in your um, place where manufacturing happens then your cost will not be admin overhead because that cost will be closely related to the production it will not be termed as or it will not be included in admin overhead so very very important definition you have to dissect this definition into exclusion and the main definition main definition is general management and admin uh, cost exclusion is these four exclusions which i have just discussed next classification of cost now classification of cost is the arrangement of item of cost in logical groups having regard to their nature so this is nothing but clubbing of the cost of similar nature or similar purpose we have to club the cost of similar nature or purpose into one cost this entire process of clubbing is known as classification of cost so we pool or we accumulate the entire cost into various subheads this is known as classification of cost and for purpose of cost sheet we need to many a times accumulate all our uh, cost into some classifications like direct material cost direct material cost can be an aggregate of very many a lot lot of um, uh, other cost which is aggregated to form a direct material cost so they have given two uh, ways in which you can um, uh, classify the cost one is nature however the cas specifies that nature is the subjective classification it will change from person to person and company to company therefore a better way to classify your cost is purpose please see for what purpose is this cost used for example in admin overheads just now we have read that if the purpose of admin overhead is production factory works or manufacturing then that admin overhead is not to be included in um admin overheads but it is to be included somewhere else and in later cases we will read where would that cost be included so even though the the nature of the cost is admin overheads the cas is requiring you not to club with admin overheads because its purpose is something else so nature is subjective classification purpose is objective classification so obviously we will prefer purpose over subjective classification which is nature now next a very very simple uh, definition conversion cost conversion cost is the production cost excluding cost of direct material so conversion cost is basically direct labor cost plus overheads this is conversion cost next what is cost cost is a measurement in monetary terms of the amount of resources used for the purpose of production of goods or rendering services so cost is the total resources which you have consumed for purpose of production of goods or rendering of services so this is nothing but consumption of resources 
सो कंजम्पन ऑफ रिसोर्सेज इज नोन एज कॉस्ट फॉर एग्जाम्पल मटीरियल कॉस्ट द प्राइस ऑफ मटीरियल कंज्यूम्ड इज मटीरियल कॉस्ट द वेजेस दैट यू गिव टू योर वर्कर्स इज डायरेक्ट वेजेस और द लेबर कॉस्ट सो कॉस्ट इज नथिंग बट एन एग्रीगेट ऑफ ऑल द रिसोर्सेज विच आर बींग कंज्यूम्ड इन द प्रोसेस ऑफ प्रोडक्शन नेक्स्ट वॉट इज अ कॉस्ट सेंटर कॉस्ट सेंटर इज एनी यूनिट ऑफ एन एंटिटी सिलेक्टेड विद अ व्यू टू एक्यूमुलेटिंग ऑल कॉस्ट now we need to find what is the profitability of our organization to find the profitability of our organization and then to bifurcate or split that profitability into various sub units i need to accumulate all cost and put it in one cost center this is known as cost center so for example if i am producing say soap shampoo detergent then soap is a different cost center shampoo is a different cost center and detergent is a different cost center these are the three cost centers and i will accumulate all the cost related to soaps in the soap cost center relating to detergent in the detergent cost center and relating to shampoo in the shampoo cost center so cost center is nothing but a unit in which we accumulate all our cost the unit can be division department section group of plant machinery group of employees or combination of several units so cost center may be of following types personal and impersonal cost centers what do you mean by personal cost centers personal cost centers are cost centers which indicate towards some human beings personal cost centers indicate towards some human beings and impersonal cost centers indicate towards non living beings so these are the two kind of cost centers which are their personal and impersonal i have already given you an example of impersonal cost centers say i am producing soap detergent and shampoo then soap detergent and shampoo are my impersonal cost centers then sir what can be the example of personal cost center example of personal cost centers can be service providers so if you have service providing industry so for example if uh, there is a big barber shop in delhi that barber shop uh, has three barbers which cut hair of uh, the individuals then those three barbers have a different clientele have a different kind of cost their way of cutting hair is different Uh, then those three barbers are three different personal cost centers and the entire cost of that barber shop can be sub classified into those three barbers so in case of service industry where the services are dependent on the individuals there we adopt the personal cost centers and the industries where individuals take a back seat and the primary primary the bifurcation is on the basis of products or on the basis of location or on the basis of region uh, etc then we use impersonal cost centers next is operating cost centers and support service cost centers so operating cost centers are those cost centers where actual operations happen and support service cost centers are those cost centers which support the operating cost centers so this is the difference between operating cost center and support cost center then comes the cost object what do you mean by cost object it is an activity contract cost center customer process product project service or any other object for which cost are ascertained so when you ascertain a particular cost for any of these activities contracts cost centers customers then that is known as cost object so cost object is nothing but a unit for which the cost is 
incurred. Any unit for which a particular cost is incurred is known as cost object. Cost center is a unit which accumulates all cost within itself. And cost object is a unit or activity for which cost is ascertained. This is known as cost object. Now, a very, very simple uh, definition. What is cost of production, sir? Because this is very, very often, very often used in our cost sheets and it is very, very important definition. Sir, what is cost of production? Cost of production is nothing but cost of material, direct employee, direct expenses, production overheads, quality control cost, packing cost, R&D cost and admin overheads relating to production. Admin overheads which are not relating to production, they are not included in definition of cost of production because they are included in the definition of admin overheads themselves. So this is the difference between administrative overheads and the overheads which are taken into cost of production. Next, adjustment of stock of work in progress, finished goods, recoveries from sale of scrap, etc. should, should be made while computing cost of production. This is an obvious thing that cost of production will obviously have an impact of opening and closing work in progress or finished goods or raw material while computing the cost of production. Now what is a cost unit? Cost unit is a form of measurement of volume of production of a product. So let us let us understand it by way of an example. If you are producing or procuring power, then your cost of cost unit is megawatt hour. If you are producing cement, then your cost unit is metric ton. Automobile number of uh, manufacturing done. Transportation ton kilometer. So these are cost units. Now a simple definition of what is a prime cost. Prime cost is nothing but an aggregate of direct material cost, direct employee cost and direct expenses. You have studied in your intern and you have in depth studied in, in your final as well in your costing uh, 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 paper. So this is a very very straightforward definition. Then there are certain other definitions like production overheads. Production overheads means uh, the cost of production of product and rendering services which include production overhead, factory overhead, work overhead, manufacturing overhead. All these terms denote the same meaning. Production overheads include admin cost relating to production factory works and manufacturing which was excluded while computing the admin cost is included while computing the production cost if its purpose is um, defined as for the purpose of production factory works or manufacturing. Then the semi-variable cost. Semi-variable cost is a cost that contains elements of both fixed cost and variable elements. So we have an example of semi-variable cost which is electricity which is constant till a particular uh, uh, number of units and is variable beyond a particular number of units. So this is semi-variable cost. Similarly variable cost which changes with um, uh, volume of the activity. It changes with the volume of activity. This is variable cost and last the standard cost. Standard cost is the predetermined cost of a product. So if you have been using a cost of the product in past, then you can use the same cost in your standard costing for the current year as well, which is a predetermined cost of a product or a service based on technical specification, efficient operating conditions. Standard costs are used as scale of reference. It is a measurement tool. It is just like a barometer of analyzing your current year cost. 
So it is scale of reference to compare the actual cost with the standard cost with a view to determine variances if any and analyze cost of variances and take proper measure to control them. So this is standard cost. So um, this is all uh, for uh, today's uh, vlog and uh, I'll be coming up with more vlogs uh, subsequently. Till that time, you can just read through the entire uh, cast which is pending and we can probably um, then quickly revise the uh, remaining cast. And uh, please uh, do subscribe to this channel because um, it is important that you guys see all the videos which I am uploading on this channel because I am getting a lot of requests from some of the uh, students uh, for the videos which I have already uploaded in past. So guys, uh, please... Uh, Subscribe to my channel so that you don't miss on any updates and you are not um, uh, fumbling on uh, the basic concepts. Uh, just for your information, I have already shared a video on cost accounting standard, basics of cost accounting standard before. It is available on the channel. Please see that video first and then see CAS1 video. And please attempt the practical questions which are given for abnormal cost. They come in the examination quite often. They are given uh, along with this um, study note for the abnormal cost. Please attempt those practical questions yourself. And yes, you have been studying well and you have been studying fine for many uh, months now. But now is the time when you have to really, really buck up and you have to really, really come to the mark because if you have studied for say six months, then if you don't study for the next two months, it will be a waste. However, if the students who have studied for say last, uh, they have not studied for say last uh, six months, but have studied in these next two months, then they will be able to secure good marks. So this is the difference which will uh, uh, be created if you study in the month of October and November for your December attempts. So guys, study well. All the best and 